You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. everybody da, 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 da. welcome to an incredibly interesting new episode of extreme my name is zach my name is joey and this is normally a podcast where we play where we dig deep on your favorite video games but uh this month we're trying out yeah. something new we're still gonna in dig honor deep. of we're still digging deep but in a different way <laughs> we're, we're trying out something new for the new year um Joey, how can we describe this? Um, maybe we should call it uh, starting the year off wrong. <laughs> I think that's... You, you want to go with that? Let's do it. Okay, so this month's going to be called starting the year off wrong. <laughs> uh, we wanted to try a little bit of something different to inaugurate the new year. Most people want to bring in tidings of good cheer and happiness, but fuck that. No. It's, Starting the year off wrong, we're <laughs> setting this. We're setting your expectations to where they should be. <laughs> at the bottom, uh, but we want at the bottom because then once the year goes on, it can only go up from there. Ooh, that's pretty right? genius! Whoa, that—that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so we're calling it starting the year off wrong, and to commemorate this month, I know we're a little late into the month. We're a week behind. We didn't time this out well. We're bad at timing. Time. We'll get better, better at this we'll next get year. Better at this next year. Yeah, yes. yeah. See, we're already we starting already the year off wrong. Off <laughs> wrong. Very okay. wrong. But to commemorate our first episode of this new uh, series that we're going to do once a year every January. Uh, we want to go a little bit back to the origins of our own podcast and pay tribute. Normally, we used to pay tribute to all the great games <laughs> from Mega Man, but there have been some. There's been some stinkers, haven't there, Joe? Uh, I do believe there have been. Yeah, so we figured that it'd be a good idea to go over some of the not so good from Mega Man's past, and with that. We're diving into Mega Man 64.
Welcome back. Yes, here we are doing a game with Mega Man in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy, Joe. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll just get started right at the beginning here. Let's get it's going. Let's get going. So, before we even touch a button, Joe, I just want to talk about everything that happens when you boot up the game. So, starting <laughs> off with a gigantic wall of text. Everything that I wanted to see in a Mega Man game. I feel like they do that in uh, other Mega Man games, too. Yeah, but it's not as necessary. It's not... Like, in Mega right. Man X, they have a big wall of text, but it's like a diagnostic screen, you know? It's right, not right, right. It adds to Exactly. It adds to, like, the <laughs> vibe of, like, Mega Man being, like, awakened and turned on for the first time kind of thing not in yeah. that way get your head out of the gutter <laughs> <laughs> um but kind of activated and it gives more of a vibe that it's like hey this no not in that a way word. damn it joe <laughs> <laughs> it gives more of a vibe of like this is the kind of game you can expect it's going to be a sci-fi uh like a science fiction kind of game with a lot of uh heavily roboticized influence to it um mm -hmm. so but this game the story um okay can i just get read back to you what i got from that from the story crawl okay so okay right. this is because this is nothing that like of any Mega Man story i've ever heard of and like i played a fair bit of Mega Man. i think we both have so yeah. Alright, it talks about these people called diggers who salvage for things. <laughs> and there's a mother load that can, like, change the world or something? Not in that way. What? <laughs> <laughs> there's a... Mo it's L-O-D-E, you're right. There's a mother load. Um, uh. Uh, like... This is the most, like, Final Fantasy-ass story I've ever heard. And, like, mm -hmm. to, like to, to couple with that, the background image is, like, a static picture of the sky with the, with the water and a flying ship. This is, like, the most <laughs> Final Fantasy-ass shit I've ever seen. It's true. They, like, it feels like they were trying to do something that is right i think you're entire i was actually just gonna say that i think they maybe made a game without mega man and and yeah. and then they were like <laughs> there's never gonna sell if you don't put mega man in it like just like make mega man the yeah just character. put mega man in this game <laughs> like but it doesn't make any sense if we put him in the game and then shiggy miyamoto is like but it will. Just trust me on this. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, I don't know, man. This plot just seems completely out of left field for anything Mega Man related. Like Mega Man proper, like Mega Man Classic, Mega Man X. I, I don't even know what yeah. else there is. Like, at this point. Yeah. Even the music is like... The music's not... It's like Final Fantasy music, Yeah, man, too. I was going to talk about that as the game goes on, but, like, they have uh -huh. weird issues with balancing the sound and, and the voices. 
Uh-huh. Like, you know how we... Okay, we're not perfect, and sometimes we have issues with our own audio. But, like, at least you can hear us talk most of the time. Yeah, and we're also, like, not yet a huge corporation. Exactly. We don't have the <laughs> money of a huge, like, conglomerate pouring into us. In fact, we have a lot of money just pouring out of us. <laughs> it's like we're shitting money. Um, but, like, if you have the backing of a major corporation and the funding of that, you'd think the voiceover for the intro crawl wouldn't sound like a dude literally chewing on the microphone. <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds like if I put the microphone, if I put the microphone yeah, right up to my face and I started talking through my teeth like this. That's pretty accurate. Thank you. It's like... It's like if you talked only... If you had lockjaw and you were trying to talk to a human being. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know. It's not the most compelling story, like, honestly. It, it seems really generic. Mm-hmm. It's like, the world has changed, but there's a thingy that can make your dreams come true. <laughs> like... It's the most generic-ass RPG plot I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, by the way, the if you let the intro cycle continue past the main menu, it cycles into another cutscene where the guest the main villain's name is Bon. B-O-N-N-E. Um, <laughs> is, like, talking to his minions. But, like, by the way, like, yelling, like, but then my name is Bon. That's not a name that you can yell and make people cower in fear. <laughs> That's like saying, My name is Flowers McPedal Face. <laughs> it's like, no, you you really need a better menacing villain nickname. But yeah. do you, did you see all the yellow dudes, the minions? Yeah. I'm not talking about minions from the Gru movie. No, no. Like, these are the original yellow minions. The originals. But, like, they look like... <clears throat> okay. Joey, did you ever have Mega Bloks? Um, Do you remember Mega Bloks? Maybe. They were, like, the... the compar- bigger versions of Lego? Exactly. They were the bigger versions of the Legos. And, yeah. And, like, those these little green, yellow dudes reminded me of, like, making something out of a Mega Bloks. <laughs> they even have, like... They even had, like, the little hands that, like, look like the little Lego things. Yeah. Like the little prong <laughs> hands. Right, right, right. Like, maybe this is meant to be, like, a Mega Bloks game. Or a Lego, early so attempt at a Lego game. Yeah. That might have been a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> or at least made a little more sense. <laughs> I don't know. But then you hit the button to... Start the game, and a uh, voiceover says, uh, Here we go! Here we go! Um, oh, okay. But, so, there's a lot of talking in this game. Um, yeah. But like I mentioned before, they don't really know how to manage the whole background noises and music versus the voiceover. Uh-huh. So this is incredibly noticeable in the beginning when there is music and background noise, but like 
That takes so much priority over the voiceover. To the point where I was having trouble hearing what they were saying. Yeah, sure. It's like but if luckily it's it like doesn't if, matter. It's like if right now, hopefully we're editing properly. It's like if right now we played a song over me talking, you could barely make out what I'm saying. Yeah. And now we turn off the edit. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, like the whole point, if you're gonna also I don't see any options to turn on, like, closed captioning or anything. How the fuck am I supposed to hear what you're saying? Right. Especially considering this is an RPG now and the story is the most important thing. Right? True. True. It's like, apparently this is, like, a story game now. and Yeah, which is even yeah. weirder. Yeah. The Mega Man had story, but not like this. Like, the story was a thing to move the plot along so you could keep platforming this is the game like this is like you're playing a game to move this story along it's counterintuitive to everything that mega man is <laughs> yeah true. also mega man has a pompadour what why does he have a pompadour because he's fabulous I, I know it's not the traditional pomp but i don't know what to call that hairstyle it's like <laughs> it's like poofy 90s hair yeah, it's like... No, you know what it like, is? It's traditional JRPG haircut bullshit where it's spiky uh, everywhere. Yes. It's exactly that, right? Yeah. It looks That's like you could be... And? What? He doesn't... He usually have a helmet. Yeah, no. Where's the helmet? <laughs> Why is there no... <sighs> Why are we're not even to, we haven't even played the game yet? All right, all right, Zach. I think we get, we need to take a break, or else we're gonna explode. Okay. Oh <laughs> God. Okay, we're taking a break so I can calm down a little bit. It's even better because I spiked my warm milk with vodka. Oh, that's, that makes sense. Actually, not not vodka. That would be really bad. <laughs> I meant uh, I spiked it with uh, Kahlua. Kahlua. There you go. Lots of Kahlua. It makes it a little bit tastier. Lots of Kahlua. But um, where did we leave off? Uh, we are still at have the we, intro. Have we moved no. yet? Have we, the, we haven't even touched the controller yet. the title yet. screen. <laughs> we're, no, we're past the title yeah, screen. <laughs> Okay, so, right, we talked about Mega Man having weird hair. Um, so, they're trying to find refractors to get money. So, the main issue is that they're poor? 
Uh, In this game? I guess. Because they were saying, like, finally, we'll have some money. Like, I guess they're poor in this game and they're looking for money. there's, like, trees and grass in this game. And it's, like, supposed to be a futuristic world with robots. I guess that's considered poor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right? (laughs) I guess uh, it's a matter of what your opinion of poor is. Yeah. Oh, I'm so poor I can barely afford these robot parts. <laughs> um, they do do a nice Indiana Jones reference. Oh, yeah. Where he pulls the refractor off oh, and yeah, yeah. stuff starts to crutch, like, box him mm-hmm. in. But Joey, we finally start playing the game! Yeah. And I wish we hadn't. <laughs> you know why I wish we hadn't? Why? Because we, we're, they're tank controls. <laughs> that is exactly right. Like, it's like Mega Man is a, is a goddamn tank, and not in the good way. <laughs> like, in the literal, you are a tank. Yeah. So, if you're not familiar with the concept of tank controls, for those of you listening, it's where you cannot turn like a normal human being where you have the freedom to face left or face right whenever you want, um, you need to, you are always facing forward, and if you want to move left or right, you have to shimmy your entire body into that direction, and then you can move forward. So you literally, like, figure how a tank moves, and that's how you move. Mm -hmm. Very fun. And imagine... And imagine doing that when you're trying to aim a gun <laughs> at, at, at moving objects. <laughs> so their their counter to this is, well, you can lock on. Okay, great. How do you lock on? You hit the Z and R buttons at the same time. Can you just picture with your hands how that feels? <laughs> like, just... Hold an, N6, an, imagine an imaginary N64 controller in your hand. Not like me, because I hold it like a weirdo. Mm. But like a normal human being. Um, just the... Your your middle finger is hitting the Z button, and your... Index finger? Your... Unless you use your two different hands. Is trying to hit the R button? You can, you can use one hand to hit the Z, and one to hit the R. You're right. You Just smash your hands together. That's it. <laughs> Make a sandwich. Yeah. But why? Why is this the thing? In Ocarina of Time, which came out before this, all you had to do is push the Z button. Yeah. Why do you have to push Z and R? <laughs> it's way more convenient. And it came out before this. Is it like, does Z by itself do something else? Is that it? It does. You know what it does? What? It makes you It makes you strafe. <laughs> Great. So, actually, strafing is literally the most important thing you need to know to move around in this game, so you don't pull your hair out. (laughs) Because strafing, if you do strafing and just move forward, you don't have to deal with the tank controls as much. So, the whole point of now movement is literally you strafing and moving forward. So you're not turning anymore, you're strafing everywhere. (laughs) So then why would you ever want to play this normally where you just move the control stick in the tank formation? 
Also, also, when you lock on to an enemy, you, you'd think you could, like, move, right? No, no, no. When you lock on, you lock your standing position. That's it. So you can't even move. What? How do you... How do you dodge? <laughs> Why would you even lock yeah. on then? Right? Why do you even lock on if it locks you into a standing position? How do you dodge enemy fire? <laughs> the whole point of Mega Man is you shoot gun, they shoot gun at you. <laughs> you need to move. You are not a tank. You are a Mega Man. It's like 70% of Mega Man is dodging. Right? That's the whole point of Mega Man! <laughs> so the whole point is that it incentivizes you not to use the lock-on! Don't! Why does it even exist, then? Oh, Joey, it's like conveying that it's a bad game! <laughs> conveyance, yes. Starting the year It's conveyance in the... Co wrong. It, it's the co but it's a conveyance in the wrong way! Yes. But thankfully... There is some kind of auto-aim that helps you track your shots to where you want them to be, even if you're not locked on. Right. So, thankfully, there's at least that. So you don't have to use the lock-on. Mm. Also, there's a dedicated kicking bu bu button. Yeah, what? Just, there's, a, there's a kick. button you can just... There's just a button to kick. Like, like a full-on goalie kick. <laughs> like... I don't... Okay, I'm going to be honest here. I, I played up until I... Well, up until I could stomach it. <laughs> but the kick was no, useless. There was no point for yeah. it. Why does it have its own button? I've never seen Mega Man kick in my life. The only thing I've seen him do kick is wall kicks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the only kick. Anyway, we're still on the intro. <laughs> <laughs> this is still the intro stage. How... We're talking for like... 20-some minutes. Okay, I'll, I'll move forward faster. Um, okay, Joey, I made an interruption counter of how many times in the intro stage alone you are interrupted, and by that I mean how many times a text box comes up and makes you not move. <laughs> so, do you want to guess how many times in the intro stage alone you're interrupted? Um, 17. It's less than that. <laughs> I'd say a normal game should have like what three. Normal game should have three. Yeah. All right. Well, this is not a normal game yeah. because in the intro stage alone, interrupted you ten times. Oh <laughs> ten times, and sometimes multiple explanations came up for the same thing <laughs> at different times, <laughs> just in case you forgot. Oh no, my god. Let's stop the game. Look, wait, I, wait, wait. Did you rem remember <laughs> when I told you this? Wasn't that fun? <laughs> Which is the most... Uh, this is by far, in my opinion, the most egregious problem with this game. Mm. The whole... Everything we love, like, about Mega Man, is its ability to explain how to play it by playing it. Right. Right? right. This just flies in the face of everything that... that concept and that that basically what what our entire sorry what our entire podcast was based off of yeah. we we made this podcast because we love that game so much and this 
this bullshit where it just stops you and interrupts you for like no goddamn reason or at least for a reason that's like how would you figure out a better way to explain it to me <laughs> i get it like i get it having an rpg is hard to to explain sometimes there's a lot more buttons on the controller yeah i get it there's better ways to do it mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time, Super Mario 64, all explain their mechanics in ways that didn't involve tons of dialogue boxes. Yeah. And if they did require dialogue boxes, they were things you had to seek out yourself. Yeah. If you wanted to. And they were good information. (laughs) And it was good information that was not repeated! Anyway... Ugh. Where are we? All right, so How, we're not even past the intro. Yeah, we're almost there. We're almost there. <laughs> okay. Um, is there a dog? <laughs> is there a dog? There's, yeah, there's a dog in the game. There is a dog in the game. Um, I didn't know dogs still existed in in the that time. Well. To be fair, there's also a dancing monkey, <laughs> which is by far my favorite part of the game. D- Data, the constantly dancing monkey, <laughs> is is my favorite part of that game because all he does, he's a save point, but his idle animation is him just doing the cha cha, cha 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 God, I love you, Data the monkey. You make this game way better. <laughs> um, and, alright, so you fight a random Reaverbot boss. Yeah. But it was just easy as hell, but the most important thing for this entire fight, it, the, the, all the ten times that it stops you, it neglects to tell you the most important thing for this fight is that you strafe with the ZRR buttons. It doesn't tell you that! <laughs> out of all the times that it stops you it doesn't tell you that with ZRR you can strafe <laughs> why would it not bring that up it's the most important thing for this game Yeah. oh boy but okay saving grace something good cool. the animations and facial expressions on the models are actually pretty funny <laughs> did you see those on which ones? Like on, on anyone, a, yeah. honestly. Yeah. On Mega Man and the people, some of yeah. the bad guys. Like clearly, they put an effort in that. I guess, and I can appreciate. Yeah, I guess that. that's like what they put their time into for this game. Yeah, they really wanted to convey like an anime style, yeah. like overly exaggerated facial expressions. Right. Which I can appreciate. It gives them a lot more character. Mm-hmm. It's just if the story was a little bit better, then maybe the characters would benefit from that. Because as the story goes on, again, they're talking about like, hey, great, you got the core thing, now we're going to get money. But then they just casually drop this huge plot bomb in the middle of a sentence. I I almost missed it. (laughs) That we're also looking for Roll's parents. Yeah. Her parents are missing. Wait, People are missing, and you're just, like... And you're worried about just money? (laughs) What? 
I feel like priority one, find parents. <laughs> priority two, get money. Like, what? Who are you people? Uh, Smith party of three. <laughs> <laughs> Search party of three. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the crashes is a the thing crashes into the ground whatever um but like okay as the game goes on you start controlling Megaman again but you're supposed to go to town and did you see this to 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 town sign in the game to town sign no yeah there's obviously a to town sign because it's because it's this kind of game but like the The town where's the town But no, look at Please try and find this, this image, man. I want you to look at this with me. It's okay, the okay. two-town sign. The two-town sign town. looks like they legit made it in Microsoft Paint with the <laughs> spray can function. Oh, wait. Ooh, ooh. I see it. <laughs> like, look at it. It looks like they spray-painted it on in MS Paint. They probably did. <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> Oh, good lord. Oh, my god. And the inspector sounds like Yosemite Sam P.I. <laughs> nice. Do that, Wesley Rabbit! <laughs> um, I don't really do a good Yosemite not bad, Sam. Not bad. Um, so then you go into a market, and you ask why the market... Why is there so, a market? <laughs> yeah. So the guy clearly coming at you... There's a guy coming at you... As you walk in, so you assume you need to talk to him because he's the only guy directly coming at you. Mm-hmm. And you know what he has to say to you? He says, "Welcome to the Apple Market." You know why it's called the Apple Market? Look up, and you look up. By the way, this is the most. <laughs> this is another excuse to have a tutorial to teach you how to look up. <laughs> but there's just banners on the ceiling that say Apple. Wow. Did I tell you that in my own apartment, I have banners falling from my ceiling that say Zach? <laughs> that's how you know it's Zach's apartment. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, but by the way, let me, can I rattle off the names of the stores in this market? Because yeah. I think they let the intern name these. <laughs> I think this game was made by interns. <laughs> I think you're right. So we have uh, Staple. Electric Goods Store, uh, Akbar Toy Store, uh, Jet Jetlag Bakery, <laughs> Junk Junk Shop Colon Lightning Parts Center, uh, Books Folio, which is basically just saying books books, <laughs> uh, Dressmaker Hip Bone, <laughs> um, Bakery Shirt Dressmaker Hip Bone. Yeah. Oh my god. That dressmaker hip bone. That's going to be my next band. Uh, that's a good name, right? <laughs> and then we have Bakery Sharkskin. By the way, there's two bakeries across from each other. Competition. Could you not think of another store? <laughs> uh, we have Bronte Vegetable Store, which I thought was a reference to Charlotte Bronte, but I couldn't see anything about her fetish for vegetables, so I don't think that's a thing. Okay. We have Taylor Chinos, which is basically like Taylor Pants. And then uh, High Necked Record Shop. Nice. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, mm. I 
kind of started at this point. You'll think I probably am going into so much detail, but you know what? I think I need to take a quick break. Yeah. Joey, can we take a quick break for a second? I think that's a good idea. I need to gather my thoughts. You're like, Let's take a quick break. We finally finished the intro. God damn it. I'm not even, we're so fucking stuck on this shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Break. Okay. We are doing this. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, at first I thought this was a good idea, but I'm having doubts <laughs> about this whole playing bad games thing. It might be bad for my health, Joey. <laughs> no, it's good to vent once in a while. You're right. You gotta have, once you know, a year. Yeah. Once a year should be fine. In February, we'll just have to play a really good game. Yes, okay. It'll make the good game taste all the sweeter. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Um, we're in the market. Yes. We've barely gotten past the intro. <laughs> um, so, mission one here, you're, you go into the junk shop, talk to this lady whose husband got lost in a cave. Yeah. So you need to go save him from his own stupidity. Um, and you go talk to the lady and she's like, my husband went digging. Do you know what that is? <laughs> and I'm like, hold on. Are you asking me, do I know what the concept of digging is? <laughs> First off, if I wasn't as a human being, I'm upset about that. So about that question. Secondly, in the context of the game, we're professional diggers. <laughs> That's our job! What is happening? Uh, so we go and save stupid man from his stupid hole, which is full of stupid enemies, more reaver bots, and some stupid worm robots. Yeah. By the way, something I want to say. Mega Man is usually known for its very creative enemy designs. Mm. Right? Like in X... They have so many crazy different enemies that fit the themes of the levels that you're in. Right. Right? Like, a lot of the uh, stuff fits the theme, whether it's, like, penguin enemies or... Or, like, mole men. Or or mole men, or, like, fucking... It it just... It depends. Yeah, it's in context. It's in context, and it makes fucking sense. But this just seems lazy. Like... They're just, they had an idea of it being like, all right, what if the enemy was like this reaver bot? <laughs> and then, and then like we just made variations on the reaver bot. Yeah. And then like that's it. One will be like, <laughs> yeah, one will have like. 
two legs and one will have like no legs and one of them will poop bombs from its butt. And one of them will be like and, a different shade of one, green. And, <laughs> and they'll be like, Jared, why do you come in when you're high off your ass? You know you don't do good work that day, that way. What? I thought this was like, genius. I do, yeah. I went to, like, the genius part, and they said it was a good idea. <laughs> but maybe they were just saying that, so I'd leave. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, a lot of the Mega Man enemies have just are more thought out and more interesting yeah. than these. Even, like, the mid-bosses are more thought out. Like, they're not just, like, big robots. Like, they're... Right. They're robots with, like, at least some kind of defining characteristic about them, not right. just that they're a big robot. Yeah. Like, the mini-bosses in X, like, there's the robot in the goddamn water bubble that uses lightning to shoot you. Like, yeah, there's a giant sea... There's a giant sea dragon in one of them. It's a complex shit. And those are the mini-bosses! Yeah. Like, the mini-boss that we fight at the beginning of the game is giant robot with arm. Mm-hmm. I like I watched a video of the game, and I fast forwarded yeah. to the end, and like the the final boss is just like another one of the robots. For real? Yeah. That's what it looked God. like. Damn it! <laughs> oh, that's even more upsetting. Like at least in the beginning, I get it. Mega Man X even had shitty robots in the beginning, but at the end too. <laughs> oh, good lord! Um, and then we have an attempt at humor after we save this man from his own stupidity. Where the question is, what's your name again? And the responses that you can give are either Mega Man or Hippopotamus. <laughs> uh, that's good. So you have to say Hippopotamus, basically. I, I don't even know what to say to this. <laughs> it's the most ham-fisted joke I've ever seen. It's like, all right. We could just have them acknowledge that his name is Mega Man. Or <laughs> we could make him call him Hippopotamus. Wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't it? <laughs> Why is nobody laughing? <laughs> I pay you guys to laugh. Laugh at my jokes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and then... Fucking mission two here. Mm. Uh, one of the bonds attacks the city that you're in. Um. By the way, if oncoming cars can actually hurt Mega Man, we should logically be able to attack them. That's only fair. Yeah. Agreed. Um. And I take back what I said about character development, and you know they being like, "Oh, let's put in a lot of effort to make the." To make the characters, you know, really complex and emotional and show a lot of facial animations. Yeah. To make them, you know, more more approachable and characteristic. When one of their main villains falls in love with Mega Man in goddamn minute. <laughs> because he saves her from a dog. Oh no. A dog? She does a full, she does a full 180 in a goddamn minute. And then she's all like fucking... Duh, oh my god, I'm so cute, this Mega Man guy. <laughs> like, oh, for God's sakes. And then we fight these robots who just literally strafe her. You can just strafe around them, and they don't even hit you. 
and then fucking Tron comes out in a giant robot that's the same as the other robots, <laughs> and it's just God. Okay, hold on. Okay. I, I gotta take a deep breath. I'm not even at the part that made me quit. You, you could do this, Zach. You could do it. Okay. You know what? I'm just gonna skip ahead to the part that made me want to quit. <laughs> so, we're we're skipping ahead. So, the, we're in the in the closer woods. Way after we fight another, you don't miss anything. By the way, you fight more robots that look ex- the exact same. Then Mega Man says some shit, and now you're fighting this gigantic tank with the main boss in it. And it's called the Marl Wolf, the which Marl is just a Wolf. fancy name for a a tank. Cool. And oh, good lord, <laughs> this. You know what? Before I even begin on this, Joey. Yes. Is there yeah. anything you want to say? Um, I feel like I've, I've been had hogging. A really it. good time, what like listening to you spaz out. <laughs> oh, thanks. I hope you guys are too. But maybe, maybe Joey, before I I go full spaz, All right. you just give us give me something that you didn't like. Well, this game is like so monotonous. I got yes. like. Like, after five minutes, is like, is there anything more to this game? And, like, you think, okay, maybe eventually there will be. But no. It's just that. No. It's just that. The, it's everything repeated. And it's shitty. Over and over and over and over and over and oh. over again. Again. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Alright. The Marl Wolf. Let's hear it. So you'd think... You'd think... That a boss... Like this... Would be pretty straightforward. It's just... A giant tank... In the middle of a crater... In a construction zone. But the problem is... So... You... You need to... You need to first realize that you can shoot out the treads to slow down the tank, which is not in any way hinted at in the game. You just kind of need to realize that you can do that. Yeah. Um, considering everything up to this point, they basically f- spoon-fed you that you can do. Why not tell us this, <laughs> that you can take out the treads? Because if you don't, this fight becomes impossible. Because you just never get into a position to shoot and fire on them. Because to get up and hit him, you actually have to jump up to the top of the construction area. Because right. you obviously you start at the bottom. But you have to go up and shoot the top of the tank. Problem is, you need to be in the direct line of sight of the open door of the tank... When you're shooting. First off, the tank door doesn't open all the time. And the tank is still, regardless of whether or not you've turned out the tires, is rotating so fast that you have to keep moving around the perimeter of the upper ledge to just keep up. 
and you can't lock on because that makes you stand still. Because if you stand still, then you can never hit it because <laughs> it's rotating. It just keeps moving. So you're like, okay, I guess I got to keep moving, right? Wrong. You can't keep moving too <laughs> because if you keep moving, then you never hit it because you're never in line with the cabin. You have to, if you try and lock on to aim for the open cabin, it moves. If you try to lock, to move around the perimeter and shoot it, it the auto-aim doesn't function as well. So you have to try and wait until it stops moving where it's shooting out the enemies. Right? And then you have to try and mad dash your way onto the deck of the roof thing while it's not moving. And hope you make the jump, by the way, because it's a fucking leap <laughs> to jump onto this tank. So you have to, A, hope you've got enough time left to make it onto the platform, and B, that your jumping is perfect, because if it's not, you end up in the bottom of the canyon, and you have to jump up to the fucking platform again, and then if you don't get it, then you have to try it again, and then you have to hit the tires out again, and then it came in with this fucking four-timer! game broke Zach all right I guess it's a good place to end it uh, Zach. all right all right okay guys it was a pleasure thanks for listening follow us at Instagram Twitter Facebook you can email us on Gmail watch Zach on Twitch at it's the extreme. It's the extreme. And uh, thank you again to our parent network, Never Sleeps Network. Great network. We've got cool shows. Um, speech bubble, talking wrestling. Good stuff. But yeah, um, we'll keep you posted on whether or not Zach. Uh, comes out of his explosion coma. So, uh, see you next time, and don't forget to write it down. Bye! Zach! Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.